Blog Talk Radio. Go With Angels is more than the title of Mary Brotherton's debut book. It's her wish for you and your loved ones. Join her on her podcast every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time as she talks about angels and messengers from the spirit world. Of course, she'll talk about her book and the inspiration behind it, too. Call 516-418-5651 after 11 on Friday mornings to share your stories about angelic encounters. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Go With Angels, a podcast where you can learn more about angels, our encounters with them, and how to communicate with them. Today, I plan on introducing Archangel Jophiel to you, and I do welcome your calls and want to discuss how the angels are appearing in your life. I see we already have. We had two callers. One dropped off. I'm not sure if they're coming back. Sometimes they, people lose connection and they come back. Um, if you're listening and you haven't called in yet, the number to call is 516-418-5651. If you've got questions about angels or want to share your own stories, I am your host, Mary Brotherton, and I am Claire Cognizant. I am the angel author, and that means the angels talk to me and tell me what they want me to write, basically. I do not possess the gift of mediumship, and I cannot do readings for you. However, I am gifted with knowledge and insight, so if you want to call 516-418-5651 with your questions, I will do my best to answer them. Before I bring in our first caller, I want to share this. Hello, beautiful lady. I've been meaning to find five minutes to reach out to you to thank you from the bottom of my heart and Mary Krause, who I call the Countess, for the two beautiful books. I'm dying to get in and really dig into your first book. My surgery's on hold right now because we know how finances go. Um, but I wanted to let you know I would like to buy one of the children's books. One of my dear, dear friends uh, lost her husband Saturday. He's only 33 years old. To cancer. He found out three weeks ago he had cancer and he's gone. And your book came the same day. And I said, okay, this is not a coincidence whatsoever. And she has, um, her oldest son is two, her youngest son is one. I did send her a couple of pictures um, of your book and I said, Stephanie, I'd really love to, to purchase one of these books for you. So let me know how I can purchase it. And if I could have you sign it and I'll just tell you what their names are to write in the book. It is such a beautiful, beautiful children's book. And it's um, no coincidence, my granddaughters were here too, and when my youngest one was reading through it, she's five, she goes, Gigi, that's all the stuff you tell us all the time, and that's what you tell your clients. And I said, I know, because our angels are always there. Our angels that were not human, that were here, like Uncle Bright. So I would love to know how to purchase this book. Let me know. I'll give you Stephanie's address. Um, She needs all the help she can get. And I know this book will definitely, I'm not giving her mine. I'm like, nope, Mrs. Krause bought that for me, the Countess. So I'm keeping that one to pass down to great-grandchildren at some point. But I would love to be able to purchase another one. 
I hope you're doing awesome, and I cannot wait to meet you someday. I told Mary, I'm like, oh, my God, I just love this lady. Just let me know where I have to go to purchase it. And I didn't know you were affiliated with Island Breeze. I love my girl over there who's also an angel mama. Her and I got very close a few years ago, and she's doing so well, and I just absolutely adore her. I hope you're doing well. Thank you very much, Carrie, for that message. I was honored to receive it and appreciate you letting me share it. If you want to buy a book, you can find details in today's show or in the description, and I'll talk about that a little bit later on. Or you can reach out to me through Be Unique. That's B-U-N-E-K-E. Because Be Unique receives a portion of all proceeds from my books. Um, since I lost the two callers, I guess the you know, my, my little disclaimer about not being a psychic or a medium must have been enough to scare them away. Um, I didn't want to scare anybody away. I love talking about the angels. And sometimes the angels give me messages for others, but not often. So with that being said, I have about 40 minutes to spend talking about Jophiel. She is has been called the beauty of God and is known as the patron of artists. I feel very close to her and didn't even know that she was with me until I started doing research for my third book. She heals negative and chaotic situations and helps us see the beauty in our environment. She brings organization to our homes, offices, and thoughts. And goodness gracious, I have been talking with Joe Fiel lately about my home office because I need to tidy up my office and, you know, organize it so that my thoughts will be organized. You can call on Joe Fiel when you feel insecure. And when you do, you can expect her to send you beautiful thoughts to help develop your soul's beauty. When you notice pretty things in the world, oh, I'm so sorry, folks. I forgot to turn my phone off, and that shouldn't have come through, but it did. So anyway, um, when you notice pretty things in the world or receive creative ideas that inspire you to create something lovely, Jophiel is nearby, and I can promise you that Jophiel was working with me when I created my angel book for children. Absolutely no doubt about it, because Jophiel is the angel of beauty, and I can tell you that that is a beautiful work of art that all I did was be the instrument. That's pretty, um, pretty fascinating if you think about it. So anyway, I am having a lot of distractions here today, and I don't like that, but I will get my head back together. Jophiel, please come and help me organize my thoughts and stay on task, and we'll get through this. Um, Let's see, where was I? I was thinking about my clean office and noticing pretty things. Jophiel communicates in a variety of other ways to engage your mind. You may soon find your mind is overflowing with fresh ideas. And and trust me, that has happened since I published my first book. It's like 
when I opened the door to publishing my book about angels, which was called Go With Angels, they have not stopped inspiring me and talking to me. And I just keep pumping out more stuff because I feel very strongly that this is what I need to do. Jophiel's energy provides new perspectives and alternative pro- approaches to life. So I want to know, have you been wrangling with a frustrating problem? You have. Ask Jophiel for help. You may find a new way to handle this situation. When you call on Jophiel, you'll soon realize you're thinking in more positive terms. Negativity will become a thing of your past. Jophiel is the angel to turn to if you keep repeating the same mistakes and don't know how to change. She helps anyone who suffers from low self-esteem or the, who feels like they are the victim of other people's ignorance. I have been there. I have done that. I did not know that Jophiel was guiding me away from that. Archangel Jophiel helps students absorb new skills, pass exams, and provides illumination and wisdom to fuel creativity. Her yellow light ray has been sought as a source of inspiration for artists, writers, scientists, and inventors. The yellow light ray radiates most powerfully on Monday. So use this day to ask for help to release worry, bitterness, pride, and envy. Jophiel can help you replace these emotions with delightful and joy-filled thoughts and feelings. Do you have any emotions that you would like to replace? Surround yourself in Jophiel's yellow light for the wisdom to discern God's will to gain fresh insight, and to make your life's best decisions. Praying in the yellow light may also help you clearly understand confusing messages. When you need creative inspiration for a project, ask God to send Jophiel or other yellow light angels to inspire you or to give you a burst of creativity to solve a problem. This beautiful light may ease your stress and recharge your energies, um, your energy levels, I'm sorry, when you become overly tired and forget how much fun it is to play. What area of your life do you think you need to bathe in Jophiel's yellow light? What do you like to do for fun? How do you play? Those things are important. You ask yourself and you'll get the answers you need. I do have a caller, so I'm going to stop talking about Jophiel. We can come back in a little bit. Let me see who's on the line here. Hello there. Oh, hi, it's Donna. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, Donna. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. I've been helping my sister for six weeks. She had a knee operation. But yeah, How's she doing so, now? Yeah, much. Well. Much better. Uh, a lot of pain, though. A lot of pain still. Um, yeah. So you have to ice ice it quite a bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just wonderful. I'm just really treasuring the time that I have with her. So it's nice. That's awesome. How old is your sister? She's um, 71. Okay. 
She's um, not quite as old as my older sister. Oh, oh, okay. Did she ever have a knee replacement? You know, she talked about it, but I don't think she has gone through with it yet. Oh. Her well, husband had a knee replaced. Oh. Yeah, my mom had hers replaced many, many years ago, but um, today's surgery, they say, is so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. There's one called Nano. She didn't have that one, but it's a technique okay. that they do, and um, the recovery time is a lot less. Well, I will yeah. keep her in my thoughts and prayers, and, you know, I, you. I pray that she will have an easy recovery, and um, I, I have an angel named Cyril, who is the one I call on whenever I'm in distress or pain or sick. I always, I say he's my sick angel, but he just, he's just so funny, because when I do that, he just kind of laughs like, I'm not sick. I'm not your sick angel. <laughs> So, you know, words, it, the words are so powerful how we use them. So I started revising that and saying, Cyril is the angel I call on when I don't feel well. And it just not, kind of like nods and, and tells me, yeah, that's better. It, it's so funny because as a writer, I can write all the words, but when I'm speaking them, they come out like gibberish sometimes. Uh, you know, your angel so pretty you, well, huh? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, That's why I created this podcast, because I wrote the first book and thought, okay, well, I'm going to market this book, and I'll I'll just create a podcast here on the Be Unique channel and um, bring in guests, and we'll talk about angels and so forth. And then the next thing I know, I'm writing my second book, and then before I get it published, the third book comes into my head. That's the one I'm working on now called A Journey with Angels. I'm going to introduce all these different angels that a lot of them I never heard of. I mean, everybody knows Michael and uh, Gabrielle or Gabriel, depending on yeah. how you call the name. Um, and, and Metatron and there's a few others that you know we know, but we don't know. So I've been doing some research and meditating and praying, trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do. Because I was just told, write a book about angels. Because the second one, I was said, I heard the message, write a book about angels for children. That one came out pretty fast, within four months. Well, this one's taking a little longer. Of course, it's only been a month, I think. But um, this one is going to be like a guided meditation journal that you can write in. And so I'm oh, introducing wow. the, I'm introducing the different angels, and today I'm introducing Jophiel, who is called the Beauty of God. And um, most angels are androgynous. You can look at them and say, "Oh, that's a pretty man," or "Oh, what a handsome woman," or "What a strong-looking woman." Um, but there are some, like Michael, that are very definitely masculine. Gabrielle is one that kind of takes on an androgynous form. You can, depending on how you pronounce the name and how, you're, how you receive the image, it could be a male or a female. But Jophiel is one that is um, basically feminine. And so in, in my book and on this show, I talk about the different crystals and the different light colors. 
um, the days of the week that are best to reach out to specific angels and things of that nature. Oh, my gosh. That's interesting. Yeah. I had never heard of Cyril either. My mother had an angel named Torbit. I had never heard of that one. But I have learned as, as I've been working on this book, the angels, a lot of the names that they are given have been given by humans. You know, we, we attribute different names to them. And so the angel that I call Cyril could very well be the same angel my friend calls Andrew. Now, I know that I have four angels that, that came to me all at the same time, the same day, um, moments apart from each other. I was having a really bad day. And um, so I just kind of screamed out, I need help. And all of a sudden I heard, the name Alexander, and I'm like, well, that's a strange name. And then I heard Michael, and this Michael is not Michael the Archangel. Um, I also oh. heard Jonathan. Their voices are all very different, and they're, the, the way they impress on my mind is very different. Um, they, they each look different, they sound different, and they have different missions. And then when I thought that I had those three angels and I was done, I heard very feminine voice say, hey, what about me? I'm Harriet. I'm like, what? Where'd you come from? And Harriet always, almost always presents as if she was auditioning for the Scarlett O'Hara position in Gone with the Wind. She's very feminine. She likes the frilly crinolines and the rustly skirts. And taffeta, she loves taffeta. Um, but it's almost always pink. And as I'm doing my research, I'm finding out that that's because she radiates with the frequency of the pink light ray, which is the ray of love. And Harriet has been with me since before I was born. The others wow. come and go. Um, they They come and go. And... Um, I think maybe now that I'm talking, I should just do one about my specific angels and introduce them. But first, I have to do yeah. this other journal about the, the major archangels. It's definitely the one I need to work on. Um, but that's what I'm doing. That's wonderful. Wow. Yeah, I'll have to read one of your books because I don't know too much about angels. The first book that I wrote is a book about what I call angel encounters and near-death experiences. My sons were, I don't know if they were typical or not, but they had a lot of close calls as they were growing up. I mean, my oh, youngest yeah. one, uh, he wasn't even two years old when he disappeared. He just disappeared. Um, oh, my God. And, oh, well, I thought he disappeared, you know. I, I thought he was with his dad. His dad thought he was with me. And when we realized that he wasn't with either one of us, we started searching, and we found him. He was wandering. He was old enough to walk around, but he was barely two years old. And he had just gotten lost. Fortunately or unfortunately, I was screaming and crying and being frantic, and that emotion is what he picked up on wherever he was. And so he started crying because I was crying, and that's how we found him. And oh my God. I I told him, don't ever, ever go walking by yourself again. You're too little to be by yourself. And he said, okay. And 
and he disappeared about a month and a half later. And because we lived on 20, we lived on 20 acres of land, we were not far from the interstate, and um, it was very scary for me. So when he disappeared a second time, and we realized the two puppies were with him, or they were not with us, so we started whistling and calling for the dogs, and all of a sudden, out of the woods, this little toddler comes out with two puppies, and I grabbed him and hugged him and kissed him, and then I kind of firmly shook him and I said don't ever didn't I tell you not to ever leave me and and don't go out by yourself and he said I am not alone and he looked at the dogs he said Bambi and Thumper are with me and that's when I realized that angels can take on the form of dogs too yeah I believe that too yeah I've got lots of stories like that when you know my kids yeah and and they've got some physical proof or they did at the time they had bruises where somebody that wasn't them picked them up and moved them uh the the oldest one was the youngest one was 14 and he was lifted from a car wreck and he woke up the next morning with bruises that looked just like a gigantic hand on his arm wow there was nobody there to do that for him it was, yeah. it was all by So that's my first book. The second book is just a book about angels for children. It's um, I created the pictures with artificial intelligence and my imagination, and it just gently introduces children and adults. Um, I've had many adults buy the book for themselves, and they yeah. they like it. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, so have you had they, any kind of experiences like that in your life, Donna? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I have visions. I have visions, and I see holy people, and it it, yeah. just, it goes inside of me, and then then I see them right in front of me, and I've seen That's nuns. Cool. Yeah, I saw another. Uh, holy man in black and white robes. I saw another holy man in a white robe with white hair. And um, I feel sometimes a sacredness. I feel holiness. I, I um, feel a lot and experience a lot. I'm not very analytical, but I'm very intuitive. And uh-huh. I can And it's almost ethereal. Yeah. I love that. I've had situations um, in the past where I've seen people. I've seen, in fact, I had two psychics. I had two psychics tell me, they say, you know, whether whether they were talking with spirit guides or angels, whatever, they say for you to finish your book. And I was like, "Uh, which book? I got about 20 of them. And... The psychics always said, they say you know which one. And then all of a sudden, when you said nuns, it it reminded me. I had a nun reach out to me from the other side, and it was a nun that I was familiar with. And she said, finish your book. And I said the same thing, which book? She said, you know which book. And I said, oh, but I've got lots more stories to put in there. And she said, stop it. And she was one of those little strict nuns. You didn't ever argue with her. She said, stop it. Just get the book out. You can add more to it. You can write more books. You can write more stories. The book needs to be out now. And at first, 
you know, a lot of times we, as intuitives, we think, eh, is that me or is that my imagination? Am I dreaming? What's going on here? We always yeah. second guess ourselves. So the funny thing was I went that day, I was going to meet one of the psychics who is a, a dear friend of mine. And as soon as I walked in, she said, I've got a message for you from, and she stopped. She said, you know, at first I thought it was Mother Teresa, but I realized now that it wasn't Mother Teresa, but it was a nun. And the reason she thought Mother Teresa is because this nun that I knew, her name was Sister David, um, was very small, like Mother Teresa, but they both worked for the Sisters of Mercy. That was the order that they were with. And so their their dress would have been the same and their demeanor would have been very similar. And that was um, that was my wake-up call. I'm like, oh, I have got to finish this book. It took me 40 yeah. years to finish my first book because I'm oh slow God. and I'm hard-headed. And it took me four months to finish the second book because by that point I had opened up and was listening, and they started just feeding me more and more information. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I I can't stop talking about the angels now. Oh, my gosh, yeah. After that, definitely. Isn't that something, though, 40 years on one book and four months on the other? Yeah. Because it must have helped. Second book. Well, uh, oh, and the second book was absolutely divinely inspired. I was talking to my niece who had bought a copy for herself, and her three-year-old granddaughter kept snagging it and running through the house going, it's my angel book, it's my angel book. And so she called me and she said, I want to order another book for Skylar because I need my book back. So we ordered the book and I sent her the book and she texted me one day and she said, well, Skylar got the book and she's very happy with it because I had engraved it or endorsed it to her. And um, she said, she keeps showing everybody her name in the front of the book and she's just so happy. And I said, you know, we, we chatted back and forth through text a little bit and she asked me what I was doing next. And I said, Oh, I don't know. I've got 20 different books. And as soon as I said that, I heard that voice that said, I want you to write a book about angels for children. So I said, uh, Stephanie, I think I need to stop talking with you and I need to go write a book about angels for children. And so I started writing and after two weeks, I had eight pitiful little lines of poetry that didn't make any sense for children. And so then I sat down and meditated and sometimes I call God universe, spirit, source, uh, uh, nickname. I call him Gus. And sometimes I just say, hey, dude. Because I I have, you know, it's it's like when you call me and I hear your voice, I'm like, oh, hey, Donna. It's that way with our angels and it's that way with God or whatever you want to call the universe. And this particular day I was in a dude mood. So I said, hey, dude, look, you told me to write a book about angels for children. And I've been working on it for two weeks, and I can't come up with anything. Why would you tell me to write a book and withhold those words from me? 
as clear as day I heard, paint the pictures and the words will come later. And I immediately, because, you know, we're human. We don't always know what our talents and gifts and skills are until we use them. So I said, no, I'm not a painter. And the voice just laughed. He said, no, Michelangelo said that once too. I'm like, that's not fair. You cannot compare me to Michelangelo. No way. He said, well, we'll uh-huh. find out if you don't have a paintbrush, will we? So I just, I started painting. This was early, early in November. And I started painting. I, was, I painted every single day. I had a timer on my phone to remind me to go paint every day for six weeks. Christmas Day, my youngest son called to wish me Merry Christmas. And we chatted. And uh, I told him what was going on. And he said, well, send me some pictures. Text me some pictures of your paintings. So I did. And as children are, I don't care how old they are, young or old, they're going to be very candid with you. And he goes, Mom, have you ever thought about using AI to paint? I'm like, what, are you trying to tell me my pictures aren't good enough? He said, no, I'm just asking, have you ever thought about using AI? And I said, no, I haven't. And I don't know how and why would I? So we talked more about that. And he gave me a kind of a tutorial, an introduction to what I needed to know. And I started using artificial intelligence and four months later, as soon as, it was really interesting. I think I must have created about 500 pictures. And one day I thought, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm finished. I'm going to just look at these pictures and see if I can come up with some words. And as soon as I did that, the words came out just flowing. And I started with, how do you know if an angel is near? Because I'm thinking in terms of a children's book. A child, you know, you can't just throw information at them. You've got to introduce yeah. them slowly. So that was what that was my first page. Was how do you know? And I had up a, a picture of an angel. And then throughout the book, I had things like, um, you know, the symbols that we think of in terms of angels: a single feather on the ground, pennies on the ground. Um, a butterfly or a dragonfly, different symbols that we all associate, even with numbers. You know, if you see a number in sequence, most people see the number 11 or 1111. And then a lot of other people see other numbers. And that's what I'm doing in my next book, this journal that I'm writing, because I want people to know what numbers are associated with the particular angels that we're dealing with. And, um, like, I had to learn. I mean, I didn't know this until I started doing some research. The angel Jophiel, who I've been talking about today, is associated with the number 333. And, you know, we, we see these numbers all the time on microwaves or um, our cell phone. Or you might pick up a receipt and you might uh, look at a driver's license and a doctor bill, anything can have these numbers on them. And when you see them over and over and over again, you know that particular angel is who's trying to help you with something because there may be something specific to your life that you need help with. Like Jophiel works with the crown chakra, and she works specifically with yellow uh, quartz, like, uh, well, let's see, she works with the 
Diamond and Thinakite, which is a rare one. Citrine is a very common one she works with. And so when you're seeing these connections and synchronicities, that's when you know, oh, I need to pay more attention. I need to sit down. I need to talk with these angels and see what's going on. Oh, I'll remember that. Yeah, definitely. I see certain numbers. All yeah. If you use Facebook and you want to know when this journal comes out or if you want to know more about the other two books, I'm yeah. just Angel Author on Facebook. Okay. And you can follow yeah. me there and get get information about when the next book comes out. And I've already been um, told to do several other books about angels. Somebody has suggested and, and the angels have approved, but not yet, that I should do a coloring book for adults, like a mandala oh. type thing, because adults like color, but they want something yeah. that's relevant to them. And I, I know yeah. that I'm going to do a large print copy of my first book, and I've got more stories to add to that. So there, there are so many things that I'm working on. Um, oh, God, I said, uh, well, I, I said, you know what? I think I need to live to be about 137 to get all these books out. And as clear as a bell, I heard you have all the time you need. Okay, well, I'll I'll get it done when I get it done. Yeah. Angels are so comforting. They're just beautiful. They are. Yeah. Oh, my, yes. Donna, do you ever see like a flash of light in a specific color? I have in um, blue, certain kind of blue. I forget what you call it. But, um, yeah. Um, Blue or turquoise is Probably, let me see who that is, um, because I don't remember. Oh, I'm on the wrong document. That's why I can't find my information. Um, but, yeah, there, there are certain colors that attract certain angels. Raziel is one who's into it, like an indigo color. Um, and, of course, Archangel Michael is associated with blue. Um Several. Let's see, who is this other one? Salafiel is another angel that works with the color blue. Cassiel also. But they're different shades of blue. Some of them are like a sapphire blue. Some are just an indigo blue. Some are turquoise. Some are teal. It's very interesting to learn the various things that these angels work with. Hey, Donna, I've got another caller. I'm going to leave you on the line. I'm going to leave it open, but I'm going to see who this other caller is. Thank you. Hi there. Oh, hello. Hi, who is this? This is Evelyn. Evelyn, thank you for calling. Have you had an experience with angels that you'd like to share? Well, just the other night I had a dream, and I was wondering who that was, but they were like, I don't know what. It was like they rang the doorbell kind of, and they had packages. And I'm like, what the heck? Who are you? And they go, but they're like really tall, like at least over seven feet tall. And oh, thin. that was probably, uh, that was quite possibly, let me think, was that Meta 
Tron or Sandalphon. Uh, there is one There's angel who is known as the tall one, um, Sandalphon. Sandalphon and Metatron were human twin brothers who became angels, which is a very rare occurrence. But Sandalphon is known as the tall one. And well, go ahead. I was just going to say, he was just really tall, really thin. Looked like he was uh-huh. just a regular guy, like, at the, I would say in their, his, their 30s, maybe. They're young. Yes, he has a very youthful face. And then, I don't know, because I was, I, I was just taking an afternoon nap. I was, like, I was really tired. I got home from work, and I laid down for a bit. And then it was like a pressure in my body, and I'm like, I don't know if it was like a big hug or something. It actually was pressure. And I thought, what was that all about? Interesting. Um, have you been noticing any numbers lately? Um, I'm kind of one of those people, like you were saying, I kind of look for numbers like this morning. Um Oh, my coffee pot just now it said 58, and I'm like, well, 58 is like the year I was born, so it that resonated. But but in an environment where I see numbers all day long, but a lot of times I do see like two 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 or one 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 or mm-hmm. a variety of numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, Sandalphon is tuned into the frequency of the numbers zero and nine. Oh, okay. So like not like ninety or just oh nine. So watch mm-hmm. for that and see if you keep and, and if you keep coming into that, you'll know for sure that Sandalphon is who was in your dream. I was wondering if you had something that you've been working with or are trying to resolve lately in my personal life. Yes. Oh, I'm just trying to really trying to change a job because my I just find the environment I'm in is not not conducive for me anymore. Is there aggression on your job? Well, the customers can be aggressive and rude because that's one of the areas that Sandalphon works with. He heals people from aggression and anger. Um, are you a musician by any chance? Oh, no. No, I am not. <laughs> Do you like music? I love music, but I can't sing worth, you know what? <laughs> you don't have to sing. You can just listen to it, because that's one of the ways to connect with Sandalphon, is oh, through okay. music. Um, he also works with Mother Earth, so, you know, if you're trying to create a a peaceful environment, which it sounds like you're trying to do, definitely reach mm-hmm. out to Andalfon, because um, the, he is the, the angel of peace, um, in addition to being called the tall one. Interesting. That's interesting. What's funny, too, is like in the, in the okay, so I unlocked the door. Well, I opened the door, and I have, like, a screen door, right? <clears throat> and I thought, well, just a minute. I don't know who you guys are, if I should, you know, because they had packages that they were delivering I'm like, well, what's this all about? I didn't order anything. So apparently I called 
well, my husband, but he's in spirit. And I go, <clears throat> but in the dream, I it's like, oh, I'm see if we're allowed to do this. And they go, yeah, that's okay. I signed the contract. You can you can receive it. Whatever these gifts were that they're bringing in through the door. That, that is amazing. That that could be any number of things. I mean, it could be that they're giving you a gift of psychic ability. It could be they're giving you the gift of a peaceful job or a better job. Um, cool. Every angel comes. They they come with their own gift. And they come to help us, but they are also fulfilling their own personal missions. Just just like with, I feel weird saying it this way, but I don't, I don't know how else to do it. The mission for me on this radio on this podcast is twofold. Number one, I want to share what I know about angels with everybody. I want to help people reach out to the angels and have a more personal relationship with them like I do. But I also want to sell my books, and I also want to improve my relationship with my own angels. And so, it, and the third leg on this bumpy you know, trifold I've got here is, you know, I want to help promote Be Unique, which is the charity that sponsors the show. So, it, you know, there, mm-hmm. we all have gifts and missions that we're trying to fulfill, and. Doing one doesn't mean you can't do the other. So right. when you a dream like that and you see someone like Sandal Fawn with bearing a gift, accept it and be grateful. And then I would say start looking for more signs and more information about the angel. Sandal Fawn, like if you every day to angels and stuff, so. And I'm kind of like, yeah, Garden, um, Michael, Garden, Archangel Michael, I tend to talk to him a lot for, I don't know why, but I just seem to. And then well, uh, Raphael, too, says for healing. Well, I, I just try to say, I think a lot of those we do because we've been um, conditioned. You know, we hear the name over mm-hmm. and over again. I guarantee mm-hmm. you. If I ask you to name a brown carbonated drink, you and Donna both would come up with similar names. What would you think of? A brown carbonated drink? Yeah. Is that what you said? Uh, Well, obviously, root beer. Root beer? Do you have a brand? Uh, I like Barks. Barks? How about you, Donna? I think Donna must have put me on hold. Um, but that's because you've been, um, you see the Barks brand everywhere you go. I mean, if you go to a restaurant and you say, you know, what kind of drinks do you have? They're going to say, we only sell Coca-Cola brand or we only sell Pepsi brand or we have whatever. And, and that's because, you know, and we'll take whatever we, we can get because that's what's available but it, you get um, conditioned to hearing that. And, and we're that way with Raphael and Gabrielle and uh, Michael. We learn because they were the ones that were spoken about. In the right. There were a lot mm-hmm. of 
a lot of angels that were not mentioned by name in the Bible. And when I say the Bible, um, that applies also to the Torah and the Quran. There are probably 15 different angels that have been mentioned in scriptures throughout time. Um, a lot of them are the same, but a lot of them have different, a lot, some of them have different names or different spellings. I met a woman who knew an angel that I know, and we spell his name differently, and the name of that angel is Raquel. And there's not a lot about Raquel out there. There is an angel named Ragel, and I'm right. going to do some prayer and, and some research and see if they are the same angel. I, my, my best bet is just to sit down with my angel Raquel and say, hey, do, you, somebody, do people sometimes spell your name with a G instead of a K? Or actually, um, Q. Um, some spell it with a, an apostrophe, and some just spell it all as one word. And there's one angel, um, I think her name is Haleo. I really can't remember. But there, there's one out there that must have a dozen different spellings. Yeah. So, you know, and a lot of that is, I mean, we we live in different areas of this amazing country, the United States of America, and we have different words for different things. If I you know, if I ask you is that Bart's root beer, is that a pop or a soda? Might make a difference. <clears throat> because um yeah. it, where I grew up in South Carolina, they're all Coca Cola's. It doesn't matter if it's a Sprite, a Fanta, a root beer. It's just to give me a Coke. No, I didn't want that one. Right. I wanted a non-Santa. But if you're from Wisconsin, where my father was raised, it was a pop. Right. Other people in other parts of the country call them sodas. And, um, you know, then you go overseas and it may have another name altogether. So a lot of things, I've, I've been really interested recently in why things are different in different regions of the world but yet they're so similar exactly yeah it's just a different phrase meaning uh-huh. the same thing absolutely um did you or donna have a specific question for today i don't know that i can answer it but i can try a specific question oh i was well my <laughs> specific question is you know if the angels are helping me find a new job because i really am over this one, and I struggle every day to go in, but I have to do it until I get something new. Well, I can tell you which angel to call on. Um, maybe I can. Hold on a minute. I got to pull up the wrong file once again. Um, there is a specific angel. Well, a lot of, all of them will help you, but there is a specific angel who, um, and I got to find him, um, works with the working people. Um, let's see if I can find who that was. It was a new angel to me. Um, hard workers. Let's see. Because I do know that there are specific angels for specific things. But how, for specific like said, things, absolutely. I don't know who they are. Got, I got your answer for you, sweetheart. I just got to find out how to pronounce his name because I struggled with this one yesterday. Jay Goodell. 
It's uh, sometimes spelled J-E-G-U-D-I-E-L. Sometimes it's got an H instead of a G. But the the most I could find yesterday is, is pronounced Jay Goodell. He is the patron of everybody who works in any field of endeavor. So um, if you want to reach out to Jay Goodell, because he's just known as the angel of work, uh, manual labor, mental labor, spiritual labor, it doesn't really matter. Um, He can help help you find the work that you're passionate about. And don't don't be afraid to change fields of, of what you're doing. Um, well, the whole I point had is to change. Fields. You do or don't? I do. I want to change fields. I don't want to be in this industry no more. Okay. So, what do you want to do? Problem. <laughs> Finding out. Yes. Yeah, Finding out what I want to do, and mostly, as as it always is. I have to find something. I mean, I can just go out and find a job if I wanted to, but I'm looking for something that pays good, and that's where it gets a little right. difficult because you can find anything, just finding something that pays what I make now or better, and that's yep. where the struggle is. My, my husband's dealing with that right now. Um, I'm, I'm very fortunate, and I know how blessed I am, and I am so grateful that he makes enough money that I can play with this charity in my writing and um, just be grateful, you know, that he he supports me so that I don't have to get a a job outside. Um, But I still still make money. Um, I edit for other people. And so I'm bringing in money that way. It's just slow and um, wouldn't be enough to support me. Well, let's put it like this. I wouldn't be as fat as I am if I had to rely only on myself. <laughs> but right. um color is purple. He loves the okay. deep, deep purple. And lilacs are his flowers. So you may start smelling oh, that's lilacs. That's my favorite flower ever is a lilac. See there? Now, that tells me right there you're that connected to him. That is my all time. So he works within that purple light ray. So if mm-hmm. you see flashes of purple light or all of a sudden, every time you turn around, you're seeing pictures of lilacs or you're seeing purple um, anywhere, doing anything, um, mm-hmm. know that Jay Goodell is there and reaching out to, to, to work with you. He, he's an archangel and he uses the energy of Jasper, and you know Jasper comes in lots of different colors. Right. Um, we all, almost all of us wear it as amulets or bracelets, and um, the Egyptians prized it for many, many things. Um, but Jasper is something you can work with, the purple light. You can work with purple candles or purple, uh, you know, if you don't want to use candles, you can drape a purple fabric over a lamp to get that purple light going and uh, work with work with jasper to get uh the the work you know to get the new job that you want thursdays are kind of uh that's jupiter's day and jupiter and jacobel are connected and so you could start preparing for a, a close encounter of the 
changing all kind by working with all that. Absolutely. I'm already, I'm just making a note on that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's good to know because you never know who to connect with. No, you don't. And what I have learned is don't assume. In fact, I've sold as many of my books as I have because I I carry it everywhere. I don't carry a, a boatload with me, but I have made sure that I have a purse that is big enough to carry at least one copy of each of my books. They're not big books, so that makes it easy. But um, a lot of people don't think in terms of I should carry my book. And I, I've heard people say, well, I can't sell my book. I don't know. And I've had other people say, I should have had you help me market my book. Well, it's just a matter of being, uh, I'm, I'm proud of the gifts I've been given to relay this information. I don't see it. Yes, I do have my own books. I have my own writing that I may not ever get published. I have one book my husband is jonesing for me to get done. It's a novel. And he really wants to see it come to fruition because he believes in it so much. Um, And I I believe it was inspired. Um, It's an odd novel because I call myself now the angel author because I was told to. I've been wondering if this book is going to ever be published because it's a book about sexual addiction. And I'm thinking, how does that play into angels? I know that it, it was based on one incident that happened in my life, and I told my husband about it. I was Facebook stalked. And I didn't even know this guy was stalking me until... Uh, somebody said, oh, did you know that you have hidden messages, or they call them now requests, I think, on Facebook Messenger. And I, I checked it, and I'm like, oh, there is a message for me. And it was a guy I had dated briefly a long time ago. And um, he said, I've been looking for you for 10 years. And at first I thought, oh, that's sweet. But I told him then, you know, I said, well, I am married. And he said, yes, so am I. That shouldn't stop us from pursuing a relationship. And my first thought was to respond to that. And then my second thought was, no, just block him. And that's what I did. I just just hit the block button and never talked to him again. So because he said he had been Facebook stalking me, I figured the next step is going to be he's going to reach out to my husband. Well, fortunately, he was in a, another state a long way away and so it wasn't a big deal because I've, I've moved a couple times since then and um, I told my husband I said look I just want you to know and he knew the guy by name um, this guy reached out to me and this is what he said and this is what I did and he said oh you should write a book about that I'm like no how would I do that and I didn't think twice about it. I mean, I, I know how to write books, but um, I just didn't think I wanted to write that book. But the next morning, I woke up, and it, fortunately for me, it was a Saturday morning. I woke up with this burning desire and this idea for a book. And I wrote, and I wrote, and I wrote within, I don't know how long it took me to write that book. Um, I mean, I wrote, I've written another book in four, a month. I wrote another novel in a month, but that was because I was really pushing it. But this one, I just, I just wrote it as I felt like it. And 
I'm in the process of revising it and, you know, editing it, and I've had it sent out to people to read. So I've got that kind of stuff going on. But I just, um, I'm not going to do that until I finish with all these angel books. And I may never finish with the angel books because as soon as I write one and get it, you know, to the printer, usually there's another story or another angel idea brewing in my head. I think you right. haven't find Joe yet, but I, you know, I wrote the first book about true encounters. The second book was inspired to write a book about angels for children. The book I'm working on right now is a guided meditation journal, and that talks about all these different angels and their colors and their numbers and things like that. Um, oh. The next book I'm going to do is either I've got to you got to get into meditation and figure out the order of this which they may come up with a different book altogether. But I know I want to revise my first book, Go With Angels, and put it in bigger font because I've been asked to by people. And um, somebody else asked me to write or to to create a a coloring book for adults about angels. Right, right. I've got more stories and more... Uh, encounters that I haven't, I didn't get them all in the first book because they were pushy. Get the book out now. Get the book out now. Stop dawdling. Get it out. So, so what we'll see where it goes now. I have one called "Go with Angels," which is a it's a book of short stories about true encounters, near death experiences. Um, okay, just moments when. Uh, and there are there are some stories in there that aren't necessarily about angels. There's a story about a man named Felix who died, and I went to his funeral. Well, there are angels in that one. Now that I think about it, um, I actually saw Jesus come and take Felix out of the casket and leave with him. Wow! And Jesus was dressed like James Dean. He was wearing <laughs> jeans and a white T-shirt with the rolled-up sleeves, and I'm like. I know that's Jesus, but you don't look like Jesus. But I, I, I had the audacity to say, why are you taking him now? You know, he's been dead three days. Why didn't you take him the, the minute he died? Or why didn't you take him when we had the wake? Why are you taking him right now? And he looked at me with that, oh, my gosh, like a daddy look. Like, don't you dare. Don't question me, little girl. And he actually said, who are you to, ask, to question me? And I thought for sure I was going to die. I thought I am going to be struck by lightning right here in this church, and I am going straight to hell because I was raised Catholic, and anything goes, you know, sends you straight to hell. So yeah, right. I, um, as soon as soon as I said the the words in my mind, I quickly tried to retract them, and he said, um, "You know, who are you to question me?" And I'm like, "Oh God, I'm I'm going to die." And he was swirling. There was smoke going up. I don't know if either of you are familiar with these churches that do incense and whatnot, but there was a lot of incense smoke. So the smoke was kind of swirling around with the air conditioner or whatever. And I saw Jesus and Felix going up in this swirl of smoke. And when he, he had his back to me and he turned and looked over his shoulder after he said, who are you to question me? And he winked. And oh, wow. I knew then that I was okay. 
And as soon as they were out of the church, I saw angels. Now, there were, I didn't see any angels until they were gone. But there were angels. There were like four gigantic angels, like Sandalphon, standing there. But these guys were big, muscular guys. They weren't tall and thin. They were tall and big. And they were standing one on each corner of the casket. And then there were what I call human-sized angels. They started dancing. And then there were small angels, like children angels. They weren't cherubs, but they were, I think, angels of children that had died and, and moved on up to heaven. But those were the most active. They were just dancing all over. Some of them got up on the altar. Some of them got up on top of the casket. And they were just boogity, 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 boogieing and having a grand old time. And the adults were looking like they were at a club or something. They were just jiving and chilling and shaking their shoulders, but not getting too crazy. The four big ones didn't do anything. They just stood there. And then all of a sudden, one of them started tapping his toes like, yeah. This is good. And and then they started, they didn't, you know, they were like, you know how they say white men can't jump and white people can't dance? They were, they were like right. the white man in a black man's club, not knowing what to do, but feeling like they needed to do something. But they were afraid to do it wrong, so they just did a little bit. But... At, at that point, I'm like freaking out because not only did Jesus scold me and then wink at me and take this man out in front of me, these angels are in my face. And I was like, I, uh, no, this is not happening. This was, oh gosh, probably 40 years ago, 30 or 40 years ago at least. And I'm like, this isn't happening to me. I'm not seeing this. I must be. I had taken off lunch work to go to this funeral, and I'm thinking I got to get back to work. I can't, I can't be here. This this is ridiculous. Who who sees this stuff? I'm not on drugs. I'm not hallucinating. What's going on? And so I closed my eyes and tried to will this away. And one of the angels came and he said, "Mary, you don't have to see us." But if you are willing, we are too. We want you to see what we do. And it's true. When a good man goes to heaven, we all dance. He said, you can can shut us down again or you can enjoy it. And I said, I am going to learn more and more and more. So that was really kind of one of my first introductions to angels speaking to me personally and connecting with me on that level. Wow. I know. I haven't never gotten quite to that degree. I tried, though. It it will come. I think since you have been introduced to the angels and, and you know now the names of at least two of them that can help you. Um, right. Especially Gagadel. I mean, like, how how cool is it to have a specific angel who is the patron of workers? And you're looking for a job. Yeah. Well, at first I I said, are you guys aliens? (laughs) 
and, and I don't, and they didn't, they didn't say yes. I don't remember if they said yes or no to that because I'm like, because you're just so tall. <laughs> well, you know, if somebody asked you, are you human? How would you respond? Mm, yes. <laughs> maybe you would, and maybe you just look at them like, are you kidding me? Of course I am. You don't need to ask that. Right. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah, it really is. But it was a pleasant thing. That's, that's the good part. Oh, of that. Yeah, it was absolutely. A thing absolutely. And I think that that's your barometer right there. If it feels good, if it's a pleasant encounter, it's going to be an angel. Okay. Cool. Well, well yeah, we have. Cause... We have gone way beyond our regular time, and I know that Blog Talk Radio is going to shut us down soon. Okay. Donna has, Donna has hung up because I think you and I took over the show, but she and I, she and I took over the first part of the show. That's and, fine. Um, yeah. This, this has been awesome. I do this every I do this every Friday. I talk about angels. Sometimes I have callers like you who just come in and and have you know. Let's talk about angels. And other times I have guests that work with angels also that help shed more light on it. So right, I'd, right. I'd, love yeah. for you to, I'd love for you to come back and connect with us again. Oh, absolutely. I know, yeah. I know Donna. Donna's a long caller. On Tuesday nights, I have a show with um, a psychic. Her name is uh, Elisa. And so we do a show with her. And we do little mini readings. And I know Donna calls in every now and then because of that. But uh, I'm always excited to hear from anybody. And um, I, I just oh, love cool. talking about the angels and, and learning more and more and more. Yeah, I, I am. I I dwell into it a little bit. Like mostly I will watch stuff on YouTube and learn from there kind of thing. Uh-huh. Whether that's a good source or not. Well, what I have come to understand is it's a good starting point. So what I do in my research, because I don't know it all. I know a lot. I just don't know it all. And so I'll start just by Googling. And sometimes one Google leads to another Google. I do a lot of research. And what I've been finding lately is, if I Google, if I have a name of an angel, it's a lot easier to find out more information. But there are sites out there that have, if you say angel color or angel number, that will take you to something deeper with more angels you've never heard of. And that's how I found Jake at all. Just like, oh, okay. And And there are... Almost every angel is associated with an astrological sign, a color, a number, right. a crystal, <clears throat> even a day of the week. Some are yeah, associated I with... Sophia was, um, was part of my uh, like sun sign or something like that, like you say, your, your astrological yeah. sign. Yeah. So I've heard that, too. So, yeah, it's interesting. There, there's just, like you said, there's just so many different angels for so many different reasons, and it's trying to find who you need to be talking to to make things happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's get the show and on once the you start, I don't want 
long. Well, I think once you reach out to them specifically, they're going to come in more and more into your life. And that's what I have found. Um, okay. When I first met Jonathan, Michael, Alexander, and Harriet, I was like, oh, well, I've got four angels. That's really cool. And then I, I met Andre right before a hurricane, and he introduced me to uh, several others who were there helping him. And um, Andre is my, I call him my car angel. Um, mm-hmm. He has saved me. He, a wheelbarrow fell out in front of my car and fell out of a truck in front of my car. And you know how they say your life passes in front of your eyes? I didn't have time yep. for that. But I knew that I was going to probably die right then because there was no way to avoid this wheelbarrow. And within a blink of an eye, not, not even a blink of a second, a nano, nanosecond, I saw this blur of blue. And he just grabbed that wheelbarrow and threw it off to the side of the road. And the next wow. thing I knew, he was in the car saying, you're safe. Wow. Yeah. I, I have never really experienced anything in my waking kind of moments, like that I could concrete say, but I do I do get uh-huh. in dreams, but I'm never quite like, okay, so, so like even sometimes I was just actually talking to my daughter and I was saying, sometimes I'll have dreams where I'm getting a tarot reading. What does that mean? Is that an angel trying to give you a message? Because, I mean, I have had readings, so it's like, okay. But and sometimes in dreams, it'll come through where somebody's giving me a reading. You never quite get the message, but they're giving you one. But you don't know what this half the time it is. You don't even know what it is because, like, maybe something else is going on around and you're trying to fit this in. And I'm like, is these guides, these angels, these ancestors, or what is that supposed to mean? Well, I think the answer to your question is yes, all of the above. There is an angel who is known as the angel of visions and dreams. And that is Jeremiel. Okay. The names are very similar to Jagodel. But, you know, Jeremiel is one. So you can reach out and just ask, you know, are you the angel that's speaking to me? I would I would highly recommend getting a journal, keeping it by your bed. Write your dreams down. And if you don't remember them in the morning, try to, and, and I've done this myself, and it's been quite interesting. Um, there have been times when I have a thought and I, I will wake up from that thought, that dream, but I know that the minute I move, I'm going to lose it. So I keep right. a pen and a notebook. I keep a pen and a notebook very handy, and I'll just reach over and grab it, and I'll just start writing. I don't lift my head up. I don't watch what I'm writing. I I found okay. out quickly you can't do that without some organization because you're going to write bigger if you're not watching, right? And you're going to write on top of yourself. So I take my other hand and I put you know I write next to my finger and then I move my finger down so that I make an invisible line and I'll just I'll just write until the page is full and I'll keep I'll flip the page and get and you know the paper doesn't cost that much. So no. I try to um I try to write as quickly as I can 
and then the next morning I can translate it back, you know, just enough to remember it. And then once you start remembering it, you can write it down in more detail. Right. Some of them are yeah. just so open. Where is this coming from? Well, they're just coming from the universe and yeah, trying to. Like, where is this coming from, like, and what's the message in this? You know what I mean? Like, hey, got to be a message in this. Just like, I mean, other than talking to you about these two angels that showed up, it's like, like what was that? You know, and then it'll sit in your head forever. And it's like never really knowing how that's going to be explained. Well, look for the symbols. Every dream is going to have symbols. First of all, you told me about the, the knock on the door. That is a symbol. Mm-hmm. You told me, uh, and, and whether you the door opens to the out or the inside is a symbol. If it opens okay. inward, then, then that means this gift is for your spiritual um, good. If the door opens outward, it means it's something you have to go do. That could be any number of things. But the gift is significant. If you can remember, was the gift wrapped, what color it was, things of that nature. And sometimes in dreams, I know that those details get lost. But the fact that you saw a very tall, youthful man tells me a lot. Yeah. yeah. The other one looked youthful, too, just not not as tall as that one, but still tall. One was, like, maybe, like, seven, eight feet. It was, like, six, seven feet, six feet, seven feet. That was um, probably his brother Metatron. Was his brother Metatron coming to, you know, them, the two of them coming together? Of course, angels... The archangels like Sandalphon, they work with many, many other angels. That's part yeah. of their mission. Say that again? Sandalphon and Metatron are brothers? They were twins. They were twin humans who became angels, which is very rare. Wow. And now it's yeah. about me trip more. And and they were both yeah. very, very tall. Um according to Jewish belief, Metatron was the angel who worked with Moses as he led the Exodus from Egypt. And his numbers are elevens. I do see elevens a lot. Yeah. Well, at least maybe at least maybe once a day, once every other day, it might be one 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 or it might be eleven eleven, depending. Uh huh. At least a couple, two three times a week. Now, Metatron, this is interesting. He likes to connect with us through the sense of smell. So you'll you'll be smelling food cooking, and nobody's cooking, and that's where Metatron is. Mm, good to know. Yeah. Oh, He's cool. really big into the geometric patterns that you might see in nature, especially. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, his, his colors are bright blue and magenta. But sometimes he comes in dark green. But he has uh, beautiful golden wings. He He's very proud of his wings. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to research a little bit more on that. 
It, it, it's interesting. interesting. These angels have, they have, um, they connect with us. And, you know, the, the fact that, he, you know, as soon as I said he's very proud of his wings, I got the message back was, I'm not prideful. But they they convey that sense of pride to us as um, a way for us to connect to them. It's like, these are my wings, these are golden, but it's not so much that I'm proud of the wings, but I want you to know that they're golden. So if you see a flash of gold light, that could be me. And right. like, it, 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 it blows my mind how they work with us and how quickly they've been filling my heart and, and my mind with these books to write and just, uh, I don't, I don't know what else to do, but just talk about it. I know. And it's, and it's very interesting because like, there's parts of me that kind of goes, I wouldn't mind doing like, you know, you like to get more info, but right now I haven't had it yet, but, but I think I have, but just through my dreams, which you have to interpret. Yeah, and those those dreams are uh, the gateway to your psychic. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of taking a class or something to develop it, but it's like with work and stuff and different shifts, I never really have that consistent opportunity. Well, you can do that, but you can also just ask them. It's so it's so simple till it it's hard. Because I, I get messages sometimes. In fact, I got a message from a psychic one time. We were doing an event, and um, she told me that my grandfather was there, and she described him to a team. She recently channeled my grandmother for me, and it's so funny because my grandmother has given me a couple of different messages, and, and they've contradicted each other. Uh, years ago, she said, put a filter on your mouth so you're not misunderstood. And then most recently, she said, there's not a filter big enough for you. And I said, well, what, what is, how am I supposed to translate that into English, you know? And the, my friend said, things have changed. They don't want you to be quiet now. Because now you're, now you're living your, your purpose. You can't just be quiet about it. And my grandfather told me I needed to release the log jam. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? And she said, ask him and let him come through and he will tell you. I've been asking, but apparently I haven't been quiet enough for him to respond. Probably me too, where I ask and ask, but I never really sit long enough to sit and wait for a message. It's hard. Your mind goes In fact, one of the one of the stories in my um, first book, Go With Angels, talks about you know loss of friends and loved ones, either through death or people moving away or whatever. And I had a really rough year where I had several people had died, real close friends had been transferred out of my department or they moved to a different state. A lot of stuff was going on. And I was railing at God one day about it. You know, why? Why are you putting people in my life, making me loving, love them, and then just yanking them out of my world. And I kept asking why, 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 but I never shut up long enough for the answer. But then when I did, I got it. 
And the short and sweet answer is you don't lose anybody you love. They might leave you. They might die and move away physically, but they never leave your life because the more people you love, the greater my capacity, meaning God's capacity, is to love me back. And so right. that was that was a very powerful moment in my life to understand that it's better to love more people than to risk not loving and being loved for fear of losing. Because I had gotten to that point was I'm not going to love anybody anymore. Because if I love you, then I'll lose you. But he said, you don't lose anybody. Yeah. I, Evelyn, I, this I, is I that too, in a certain kind of way. Yeah. I, I hope you'll call back because this has been absolutely delightful. But I am I know that blog talk is going to shut me down in about yeah, 20 and I seconds got it. or so. Believe it or not. I got to run out the door and I had to work anyway. So it was a pleasure. Well, go Have a great day. enjoy your work. And remember, anytime something weird happens, just think about Jagadal. And um, you're going to, I think you'll be finding the, the, uh, the answers to your question. Oh, I hope so. Because it's time. You know how sometimes you feel it's just time, and then when you feel it's time, yes. that's when you have to, yes. you know, as the saying goes, that one phrase, put the pedal to the metal. It's time to, um, you know, what is what the fear expression, uh, put your mouth, put your money where your mouth is, or yep. stop talking the talk and walk the walk. So start looking for purple lights. Okay. See if you've got a piece of jasper hanging around. And jasper, um, jasper comes in a lot of a lot of different colors, um, and it's got a yeah. lot of different names. I'll Google so, it, and then I'll... Yeah. yeah. Uh, it usually has like, little circular patterns in it. It's like an agate-type okay. stone. But um, yeah. look, up, look it up. I mean, I've got some, some beautiful samples of jasper they're brown and red and blue but find up if you can find one that's kind of purpley and if you can't use amethyst amethyst is a great substitute in my world for just about anything if you need purple right so um that's yeah, that right. and i'm gonna just i'm gonna let tony do our uh, tony i don't know okay. who's doing my introduction now but i'm gonna okay. bring us out of here and we'll talk another day bye-bye You guys, have a good one. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Go With Angels with Mary Brotherton. If you want to order a copy of Go With Angels, just reach out to mary at beunique.org for details. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. And be sure to tune in every Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time for more stories about angelic encounters. Follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio so you don't miss a single episode.